Hi guys, Coach V here. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. Thank you so much for joining me for a brand new episode. Um, We're going to jump into a brand new topic as we continue our journey to transforming our mindsets, um, as we continue our journey into discovering more about ourselves, um, what we are truly uh, created um, and designed to do here uh, in the earth. And so um, be it that this is your first time joining me on the podcast or um, you've been listening for a while, I say thank you for your support. Uh, Thank you for joining. If it's your first time listening, thank you for continuing to um, listen uh, each and every week as we um, just walk this thing out together. That's the beautiful part of every time I record an episode of the podcast, I am learning something new. God is always sharing something uh, simply amazing with me, uh, even as uh, I am sitting here and recording, I'm making notes, things that he's downloading, things that even help me um, as I am figuring out more about myself and what God has called me to do, where I need to uh, embrace the fact that some changes need to be made. I need to get outside of my comfort zone. And so uh, please just know that I am always on this journey with you. I have never um, had an attitude or a position that um, I have um, gotten this thing all figured out and know exactly what's going on. If I'm completely honest, you know, every day is an adventure for me um, in learning more about myself, learning more about God, learning more um, about what he has created me and called me to do. Um, And so that part of it, while it can be a little bit frightening, it's exciting at the same time. And so we get to do it together. Um, And that's very exciting to me um, in knowing that uh, we can walk alongside each other, support each other, um, encourage each other, inspire each other, motivate each other to continue to keep moving forward. Amen. Amen. And so this week we are going to talk about finding your rhythm. Um, How many of us have at some point um, in our lives um, when we maybe feel that we have become stagnant, uh, where we feel like we're just out of sync, we just feel off, Um, things are not necessarily flowing in the way that we've, you know, grown accustomed to flowing. We've maybe kind of gotten out of rhythm. We've lost that rhythm. We're kind of out of step. Uh, with things. Um, so this week, we're going to talk about how we get to a place that we um, get out of that rhythm and things that we can now that we acknowledge and see that we are out of rhythm, how we can get back into um, a rhythm. And much more importantly than that, not just getting back into a rhythm, but getting back, getting into a rhythm with God, uh, because maybe that could possibly be a part of the issue is that we've been, you know, out of sync with him. But we'll talk about that a little later. 
But first, um, let's jump into just talking about, um, you know, sometimes I like to just define a look at the definition of words and we're going to look at what it what rhythm means oftentimes when we think about rhythm of course we always usually probably equate it to music we think about um, a repetition or uh, a regular occurrence there's a flow that seems very natural there's a cadence there's a beat um, that we follow and so it is in our lives. There's a certain rhythm. There's a certain natural flow. There's a cadence. Even in, you know, our morning routine, when we get up in the morning, we brush our teeth, wash our face, take a shower, or whatever that may be. Um, there's a certain rhythm. There's a certain cadence, um, a certain tempo that's very characteristic to uh, and speaks to who we are as individuals. Um, how we show up in the world, um, what we um, display to others. Um, the, it may be inspiration to the rhythm that they follow. Um, they may see the, the fruit of your life, how productive you are, your energy, um, your, your attitude, your countenance, how you treat individuals and so they may try to um, somewhat adopt that rhythm um, if we think about you know our favorite type of music there's a certain rhythm that we like a certain type of music we like to listen to certain artists or whatever the case may be something that draws us and so when we have a certain rhythm there's something about it that always draws us back to it um, be it that it's comfortable, you know, our our morning routine or our evening routine is the same because it provides a certain level of comfort. Um, there are certain things that we may do um, in times of stress or when we're happy and excited and good things have happened. That's all a part of a natural flow. There are certain things that may um, occur when we're upset, when we're um, when we don't feel well. There's a rhythm. There may be a certain thing that we do. I know the other night um, when I don't feel well or when I have a really bad headache, you know, my my natural flow is to try to, you know, press my way to take a shower and get in the bed and, and just try to, you know, lay quietly and be still and, um, you know, rest to where the headache will go away. And so we um, sometimes have to get out of that rhythm. Sometimes we may have to do things a little bit differently. Part of that rhythm may be I need to uh, think about, did I drink enough water? I may need to change that cadence a little bit. And of course, we know when we change the cadence, when we change the meter, um, the flow is a little different. It's no longer repetition because now there's a break in that rhythm. Um, and so we're going to talk about how do we get to a place that we get out of rhythm. And so here are some things that, that God just shared with me as I was preparing for this episode. I hope you have a journal and your favorite pen and you're ready to take some notes. Um, if not, I strongly encourage you to uh, go on over to Amazon and get a copy of the Transformative Talk with Coach B podcast journal that's available. Um, you can take notes um, as you listen to the podcast. You can um, even, you know, uh, write down things that are revealed to you as you listen to the podcast that 
can later on become things that you take to God in prayer. They become journaling prompts. Even as you write affirmations or prayers of things that you desire to manifest from what you've learned as you listened to this podcast. So get a copy of uh, that podcast journal, the Transformative Talk with Coach V podcast journal available on Amazon now. I think it's a great way to keep up with um, listening to the podcast from week to week and having all those notes in one designated place. I think it would be a great benefit to you. Um, So let's just jump right on into uh, how we get to a place that we're out of rhythm. So one of the first things that that God showed me, um, and I, I can honestly say that I have been guilty of this. And if we're all really being honest, um, we've all fallen prey to this. Uh, we try to follow the beat of someone else's drum. We try to dance to somebody else's rhythm um, because we want to be a people pleaser. Uh, we want to be I call it the cool kids club. We want to be included. We want to be liked. Uh, We want to be accepted in certain circles. Uh, We try to dance to their, their drum, to the beat of their drum. That is what we oftentimes find ourselves doing. Um, We are such um, in such a place that we are under the influence of the enemy Uh, which it could be negative people going to places that you know you shouldn't go. If you know that you don't drink, then why would you go to a bar? Why would you go to a club? Are you um, being mindful of the fact that that could, uh, that, that, that could be a temptation for you? Um, You may be strong enough to withstand it, but then what type of message is it sending to the other person? These are things that we just consider um, because if we're trying desperately to dance to their beat then will that be the setup all the time or will you be strong enough to just say hey let's go and have coffee the next time let's go somewhere different um will you stand um for you know uh with your morals and your values will you um be strong enough to say these are the principles this is how i live my life uh will you be um bold enough to do that Um, We try to copy other people. You know, we're so easily influenced by what we see on TV, what we watch on reality TV, social media, um, the people that we may um, surround ourselves with. Again, that may not necessarily be of a good influence, but what we find is because we want to be popular, we want to be liked, that we fall prey to that. Um, And so... The first thing is we try to follow the beat of someone else's drum. And what we always have to be mindful of is that God has created a cadence, especially for us. And so we don't have to try to follow someone else's cadence. The only cadence that we should follow is that of God's. Amen. The second thing that um, causes us to get out of rhythm um, is that we have no faith in 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 God uh, in that he will do what he says he will do so we start to create our own cadence our own rhythm uh, we we create our own um, movement 
and flow because we really say that we don't trust God. So we try to, we create our own plan. We, um, we grow impatient and that's where that really starts is in our impatience. We think that God is not moving fast enough. He's moving too slow. The rhythm is not what we would like it to be. Have we ever stopped to consider that maybe we're not prepared? We're not ready. And so that's why God is saying not yet. He hasn't said no, but he's just saying not yet. But we want to speed it up. We want to move it along because we think that we're ready because we see our friends with um, certain things or um, in certain positions or with certain possessions. And so we think that that should also be us. And so we're basically saying we don't trust the, the music that you're creating, especially for us, God. We don't trust um, the the lesson. Um, so we're going to just fast track it ourselves and and compose our own piece of music because we don't trust you to do what you said you would do and what you can do you know sometimes we treat God if we're honest like he's a human being and um will fail but we have to remember um in our confession that God never fails that God uh, never disappoints us when we are truly looking at every experience, every circumstance, every situation. When we look at it from the perspective that God is doing absolutely what is best for us, that he is oftentimes protecting us and shielding us from even uh, more painful uh, things occurring, even more devastation that he knows we could not handle. We should have an, uh, a grateful heart for that um, and, and, and restore that faith back in the one that has been protecting us and providing for us all along, even when we weren't acknowledging him as Lord and Savior, as provider, as healer, as a protector, as um, a father, as a friend. Uh, as a savior, we need to put all of those things back in the hands of the one that created us. The last thing that God revealed to me about this is that we look at our own abilities and capabilities. We look at our own inadequacies. We look at our own ineptness. We we look at the fact that we may not quite have the education or the qualifications to do certain things. And so we may try to cover it up by sounding smarter than we really are. Um, you know, putting on a false sense, trying to sound or look very impressive and um, to try to fit in, uh, to try to please people, um, to try to appease them, um, you know, to try to win their approval. And we find that, again, we're we're following the beat of somebody else else's drum. We're completely out of rhythm. And so we find ourselves having to always catch up. You know, just when we kind of get a break from dancing so fast, moving so quickly, we're really out of breath. We're really exhausted because we're, you know, keeping up a facade. And and so when we come home at night 
and we take off those dancing shoes and our feet are hurting and we're absolutely exhausted, you know, we got to put that back on the next time that we're around that group of people, when we're around that person or when we're engaged in conversation or when we show up at church and we know that we're in the depths of a, a really a difficult season of our lives or we're really struggling or we're just really going through something difficult but we we put on this false face to try to give this impression that we've got everything under control that there is nothing wrong and there's nothing going on but we're secretly suffering in silence what a shame that it is to be in that position that we feel that we have to secretly suffer Um, and then you have people that are looking up to you and they think that you got it all together and you can't really give them proper wisdom you can't really give them um, proper guidance because you're trying to figure it out yourself and what a shame that that is that we allow ourselves to be put in that type of uh, situation and the fact is is that when now we've created a rhythm we've create created a cadence we've created um, a movement or a repetition for ourselves that we cannot keep up with hmm and so we uh, find ourselves frustrated we find ourselves probably withdrawing even more because uh, we don't know which way to go or what to do or how this is going to turn out and uh, we don't even know how we got into the situation in the first place was it even worth us doing all of this um, to now be in a situation to be in a group of people that really mean us no good that they may be uh, included us because they were selfish and self-serving they had their own um, motives that were not pure towards me and now it's done damage and harm to me so not only have I lost what I thought was a friendship or a relationship I've lost myself I've lost my um, identity I've compromised myself I've compromised my morals and my values and my standards all for the sake of something that was false to begin with and so we go into now needing to make the shift now needing a transformative thought that will take us into a place that we can begin to shift to get ourselves on course and not only to get ourselves on course but to get ourselves on course in alignment with the perfect will of God for our lives so here's our transformative thought for the week God, give me the rhythm for my life. This can be a prayer simply by itself. This can be a declaration. This can be an affirmation that you say to yourself every day as you pray. God, give me the rhythm for my life. I'm not concerned with my friends, with my family members, what you do for my spouse. Give them the rhythm for their life. But God, give me the rhythm for my life. We were all created in God's image, but he created us as individuals with unique gifts and talents and abilities. God knows every hair on each and every one of our heads. He knows 
um, our blood types. He knows our personalities. He knows our attitudes. He created us. So he knows us. And so the rhythm has to be unique and speak specifically to those things. And so when we go against the rhythm that God has created for us, we're going against the very DNA that he put on the inside of us. And so we now have to get to a place that we go back and say to God, I need you to give me the rhythm from my life. I've danced to the beat of other people's drums. Um, I've, I've, I've straddled the fence between what I knew was right and what I knew was wrong all in an effort to try to appease all in an effort to try to be cool to be liked to be popular to have positions um, to have notoriety likes whatever the case may be and I've discovered it's not worth it And so we now need some transformative truths to get us back into a place that we are now walking in alignment with God's will, God's purpose and plan for our lives, that we are properly positioned uh, so that we are walking in our purpose and have the proper perspective to effectively walk in the position that God created us for. Amen. So one thing that God pointed out right before I hit the record button for this podcast, he said the key to finding your rhythm is obedience. And it makes so much sense. And as I go through the transformative truths, I hope that this picture will begin to come together for you. Um, when we are out of rhythm, we are we are we have become a slave to something else. We're we're following something else. We're obeying, we're abiding by something else. When we're trying to get in good with somebody uh, because we want to be liked or be in their circle, you know, we're we're falling to that. We're obeying that. We're playing by their rules. Let's just, you know, say it as what it is. Call it, you know, what it is. Um, we're playing by their rules to be liked, to be included. But what happens is that when we make this decision to allow God to give us the rhythm for our lives, that means we have to be under uh, a subjection to what he needs for us to be. We have to submit ourselves to his ways. His ways have to become our ways. His thoughts need to become our thoughts. And so as I looked at 1 John 2 and 3, it says, And this is how we know daily by experience that we have come to know him, to understand him and be more deeply acquainted with him. If we habitually keep focused on his precepts and obey his commandments. So this is a daily discipline that we need to have. This is a daily discipline that we must have. The key to finding your rhythm is obedience. You have to have a repetition. There has to be um, a routine that you follow daily. 
by the experience that we gain, that we understand more about God, we know more about God, we're more deeply acquainted. That means we have deeper and closer relationship with him. So we have to uh, keep our eye focused on him, follow his precepts, obey him. This is how we get into the rhythm that we were created to be in. This is how we get into a rhythm with God. This is how we have relationship, communication, connection with God, that we daily seek him. We die daily to the flesh. We submit ourselves, our will for our lives. And we trade it in for his will for our lives. It's a big change. It's a dramatic, radical transformation that must take place, but it's necessary when we make a decision to live our life for Christ. And so the first transformative truth is to not be ashamed of marching to your own beat. Never be ashamed of that. You're supposed to. The Bible tells us that we are a peculiar people. And so we're not supposed to be, beat, you know, dancing or marching to the beat of someone else's drum. The only one that we should be marching to is to the beat of God's drum. When he when he is is instructing us to move, then we move. And so don't don't be ashamed of that. Don't try to hide it. Don't don't water it down. Don't try to explain it away or over explain it or over justify it. You are a peculiar people. And so in that everybody may not understand why you do certain things, why you march to the beat of your own drum. It's okay. You're a set apart person. The Bible reminds us of that even. We are set apart. We're not um, in the world and of the world. We don't straddle the fence in that way. Well, we shouldn't anyway. The Bible tells us that we are to be in this world, but not of this world. And so my prayer is that you'll make a decision today to never be afraid, never be ashamed, to march to your own beat, to be proud and bold and unapologetic that you um, are set apart, that you are a peculiar people. The next thing is don't worry about what others think or say. One of my favorite things to always remind people of and I always have to say it to myself is what other people think of me is none of my business when I get consumed with that I lose my rhythm when I get consumed with that I get out of the flow of of God I start to um lose connection with God because then I hear the voices of other people or the opinions of other people or what I think they're saying about me. So I end up having this whole different conversation, a conversation that probably never took place, a conversation that never happened. I'm having that conversation so I can't hear God because I'm listening solely to myself. And if people are having the conversation with me, it's because are having the conversation about me that I know about or I don't know or caught wind of whatever the case may be 
who cares anyway but know that it's that is derived from a place of jealousy and envy sometimes one of my friends told me one time sometimes people get close enough to you to find out how anointed you are how talented how gifted um how much God has on the inside of you and they got close enough to you to find that out and they're intimidated. It's also an intimidation factor, but who is going to ever just tell you flat out that they're intimidated by you? Very few people will say that. If they're honest and they are humble and they desire to learn and grow, they will absolutely be honest in saying that. But most people are not going to say that. Ego and pride is going to get in the way and they're going to cover it up with a bravado, with an attitude um, and it'll come off quite nasty and so we have to be mindful that when people um, do treat us a certain way uh, they're 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 they love you one day they don't the next uh, they say something great about somebody around you but can't find anything you know when you see all of that you can't be consumed with that. You can't spend all your time, effort, and energy even thinking about all of that. You'll wear yourself out. You'll get distracted. Your eye will be off of God. You'll miss him completely because you're worried about a person. And the person doesn't have a heaven or a hell to put you in. And so I encourage you um, to keep your rhythm with God. When those kind of things happen, they know that you are in step with God. And really, they desire the same thing. But because they're not willing to put their pride and their ego aside and seek God, if they're not willing to turn from their wicked ways, then this is the result. And then that becomes the fruit of their life. And the people around them, what they get is the bile and the bitterness and the resentment because they never healed from whatever it is that caused them to be like that. And when they had someone close to them that was that could possibly have been able to help elevate them out of that. That mindset out of that stinking thinking they spent more time being insecure and jealous and envious of it as opposed to sitting at your feet and maybe learning from you don't worry about what others think or say next don't believe the lies of the enemy what he says to you in your head and what he says through the people that allow him to use them believe only what God says about you believe what his word tells you believe it when he says you're fearfully and wonderfully made believe it when he tells you that you are his child believe it when he tells you that you are more than a conqueror believe it when he tells you that he has great plans for you believe it when he says that you are the head and not the tail believe what God has told you believe what God has shown you believe what God has done for you in the past and what he's doing for you in the moment and believe the promises of God for your your future and surround yourself with those that are going to build you up that are going to stand in the gap for you that are going to cover you in prayer that are going to pray p-r-a-y for you and not pray p-r-e-y on you surround yourself with people that have walked in your shoes that may be a few steps ahead of you that can offer you wisdom that can offer you guidance that can offer you that support and that encouragement surround yourself with people that are smarter than yourself my pastor always says if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room 
Don't believe the lies of the enemy. Don't keep yourself around people that have that same stinking thinking that that mentality that this is as good as it's going to get. Don't keep sitting on the stoop with people that don't desire to get off the stoop. When God says move, get up and move. But don't believe the lies of the enemy. Don't believe it when he tells you that that you're going to fail. Don't believe it when he tells you um, that you're not smart enough. Don't tell don't believe the lies of the enemy when he says that you're not good enough, that you're not deserving, that your past has disqualified you for, for this thing. Don't believe the hype of the enemy. You believe every word that God has spoken to you. Lastly. Don't believe and don't listen to the negative voices in your head. This this is one of the most difficult things that uh, we oftentimes fight um, is the battle of the mind. You know, it's just it's just so much going off. There are hand grenades, there are landmines everywhere we step, every word, every thought. It could just implode and blow up everything that we've worked so hard to accomplish and so we have to change the way that we speak about ourselves and if we can't find anything good to say about ourselves we need to go to the word of God and remember what God says about us that God tells us there are more than a conqueror that we are again fearfully and wonderfully made that you know we we um are are his children that he has created us with such purpose and and he has such great plans for us go to the word of God to be reminded about what God says about you what he thinks of you recite those things to yourself find you a scripture and stand on that and what God says about you I'm a child of God if even if it's something in a worship song you know um Listen to that. Let that uh, permeate in your heart and in your spirit and let it get so deep down in you that it doesn't matter what the enemy tries to plant in your head. You that that word of God, that song, it rises up in you and it quickly kills whatever the enemy is trying to seed in you. Stop letting doubt and fear be a part of any conversation that you have with yourself. If God brought me to this point, if God gave me this idea, if God gave me this word, then I know God is going to be faithful to provide everything that I need to bring this to pass, to accomplish it. He who began a good work in me shall see it completed until the day of Jesus Christ. You have to say those things to yourself. You have to believe those things. You know, we don't come up with these things on our own. God gives us these witty ideas. God gives us creativity. So God, if you give me this idea, God, I know that you'll be faithful to make sure that it's everything that you need it to be. And you'll be in rhythm with him. You'll be in rhythm with he with what he's created you to do. You'll be able to do it uh, seamlessly. You'll be able to do it fearlessly. You'll be able to do it boldly. You'll be able to do it without being concerned with what other people think, what other people have to say, their opinions. Even when they try to say things to you that are kind of like these little backhanded compliments. You know, um, I, I've had people say things to me to try to imply. Well, I really don't know what they were trying to imply, Um, but 
you know, I realized that it was coming from a place of them being insecure or, you know, you know, feeling as if they felt like they should know every little aspect of my life or each little, you know, area of my life. I don't sit and brag on myself. I don't sit and brag about my degrees. I stay in the rhythm of God and keep that humility forever in in my life. That's important. For me, I give glory to God for being able to have accomplished the things that I've accomplished, but I've got to stay in a flow, a place that it keeps me humble. It keeps me focused. Um, I've got to keep moving. You know, even with music, there's a movement to it, whether it's a classical piece, whether it's a jazz piece that you listen to, there's a movement to it. There's a flow to it with certain artists. There's a certain rhythm. There's a certain uh, pattern that they follow, a certain cadence that, you know, undeniably, ah, that's Miles Davis. That's Ella Fitzgerald. You know, we know. And so it's the same thing when we are in a rhythm with God. We know undeniably that there's a flow when God starts to speak through us or do things through us. We know we're in that flow. We know that God is speaking and moving just even in this moment as I'm speaking. There's a flow that I know that it's the Holy Spirit um, because of the way that I speak, the cadence, the, the tone in my voice. I know it's the Holy Spirit. And so that's the flow, that's the relationship, that's the connection, that's the divine nature of God on the inside of me. And I acknowledge that in him. And so we have to be mindful that we want to be in rhythm with him, be in rhythm with what's going on in heaven. When the angels rejoice, when the angels are 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 moving about us and doing only the things that they can do, we know that we fall into that rhythm. And so I encourage you to allow God to give you the rhythm for your life, to to dance in concert with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Trusting and believing that as you dance in that rhythm, as you move in that rhythm, that natural flow, that cadence, that everything that you need, God will be faithful to provide, that there will not be anything left out, there will be nothing missing, There will be nothing overlooked. There will be nothing that will be late. Everything will be just the way that it needs to be. And that's the beauty of being in rhythm with God. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I hope that you'll come back next week uh, as we have a brand new topic, um, as we Uh, Continue to journey along on this thing called life, continuing to trust God even the more uh, with our lives and the great things that he has for us. I'm excited um, for the great things that God is doing. And I would love to hear from you. Leave your comments. Feel free to send me an email, info at vanessaogreen.com. I would love to connect with you on Instagram at CoachV1. Follow me on TikTok at I am CoachV1. Leave comments, um, encouragement, suggestions for podcast topics. I would love to hear from you. I would love to know who's listening, the things that are on your mind. Share those things with me. I would love to connect with you. But until 
um, the next time that we get together, I encourage you to keep showing up and keep doing your work. And remember, I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time. Thank you.